So here's the big question. How do you heal your eczema for good? How do you get to the point where you're comfortable in your own skin and aren't embarrassed to show it off? How do you stop using creams and medications that only work for a short while and find a long-term solution? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jocelyn Diaz and welcome to the Eczema Free Journey Podcast. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Eczema Free Journey Podcast. Uh, Guys, so today I actually started my morning with pure celery juice. And recently I've been learning about all the benefits the celery juice has and the most important one for me right now is um, how it can help inflammation. Because I'm kind of learning that that eczema, a lot of stuff comes down to inflammation and your liver and celery kind of helps with all all things needing to heal. (laughs) Anything pretty much. So um, if you've seen like my Big Fat Greek Wedding, like the Windex, you know, the Windex kind of helps everything. Um, I think it's Windex. I hope it's Windex. I'm pretty sure it's been years since I've seen that, but it just came to mind. So I've been learning all the benefits of celery juice and um, I wanted to give it a shot. So the other day, uh, we already had a juicer and um, we had some celery in the fridge. So after learning about the benefits of celery, I just went ahead and, and wanted to give it a shot the next day. Um, so what I had learned was um, to drink celery juice, pure celery juice before anything else in the morning, nothing added to it. No ice, no ginger, no water, no lemon, nothing, just pure celery juice. And I really like to eat celery. I like to have it in my food. I like to have it just as a snack with like a dip. So I was pretty excited to try it out. Um, so I'm here, I'm juicing it, I'm getting excited. I have my mason jar Right, I put um, I put my straw in it. I like to drink my juices with straws. So I have a little rubber straws um, that we use in the house, and I put my straw, and I take a sip, and I am not pleased with the taste. It has it had like this like salty weird aftertaste, and I was like, man, I gotta drink a cup of this, and I was only drinking half of the recommended amount. Because the recommended amount is 16 ounces of pure celery juice. And I was only drinking 8. So you can imagine my excitement after not liking how it tasted. <laughs> I had already made a commitment. So in order to to complete this task, I was telling myself like, Okay, Jocelyn, just chug it. You know, take a, take a chug for Lucas. And I take like, think of like a shot. And I just sip a bunch and I just swallow it and I put it down. And then I do something and I come back to it. Okay, Jocelyn, do this for your hands. Look at your hands right now so it can go away. Chug it. And I do another another bit. And like that, that's how I drank it. And oh man, it was dreadful, right? But don't get discouraged because there's a light at the end of the celery juice tunnel. So I, I still kept learning about all the benefits of it. And I didn't want to not do it. I was like, Jocelyn, suck it up. Drink the celery juice. Uh, thousands of people are doing this. So that it can't, you either get used to it or it's really not that bad the more you do it. Like something, I'm doing something wrong. So I didn't give up. I went to Whole Foods. Um, I did a regular run of groceries and I made sure to get a, a, a lot of celery. I, I'm committed. So I got a bunch of celery. I got the organic celery. 
I'm I'm buying everything organic now because you know I'm trying to get all the best stuff that I possibly can, um, especially when it's you know things I'm not going to be peeling or taking the skin off of because that means I'm just eating what's directly. Obviously, I'm washing everything, but I want to make sure that I have the best um, kind of like the best possibility to not get anything harmful inside my body. Um, so that's why I'm going all organic. Um, so. I got all the celery bunches. I got home, put them out in the fridge. Super excited. My fridge looks all green with all these vegetables. Um, and the next morning, I asked. Um, I had a really bad flare-up uh, the last few days. Um, so I asked John to, to make me celery juice. And he gladly did. He's so helpful. I love him so much. Um, so he made me my celery juice. And I, once again, it was in my mason jar with my straw. And, no, actually, I'm sorry. I did not put it in the mason jar. To make it more enticing, I put it in my wine glass. (laughs) I had seen pictures of it. I was like, you know what? That looks nice. I don't like how this tastes anyways, so might as well make it look cute. So, I did use a straw. I had my wine glass and my straw. I look super fancy. If you look, if you go to my Instagram on the Eczema Healing Mom, you're going to see it. So, you can laugh. Um, So... I taste, I, I'm like, okay, just do it. Guys, I take a sip. I don't know why. I don't know what was wrong with my first batch of celery. But this one tasted a hundred times better. And I'm not exaggerating. Guys, I was dreading it. And once I tasted how good it tasted compared to the last one, I was like, oh man, I could drink this any day, anytime. 16 ounces, no problem. So, I, I just kept, I was standing in the kitchen and I just kept talking to John about how good this celery juice tasted. And I could tell I was just being annoying because I was just, all I was talking about was how the celery juice. I was like, babe, this celery juice tastes so much better. Babe, try it. I'm like, babe, did you try the last one? No, no, like, you don't understand. You needed to try the last one to see how good this one is. And I just kept on and on. And it was just so funny because I was genuinely excited Because I know how good it is for me. So I'm like, man, it's good for me. And it tastes better. Oh, I'm going to go in. So I don't know. Maybe my last batch of celery wasn't good. Like, As in, like, maybe it was expired. I don't know. The celery get bitter when it's expired. Even though I used it within a few days since I bought it. But I don't know if it was that it was organic. Maybe my cup was dirty. Maybe my machine wasn't cleaned properly. I don't know. But all I know is, is this celery just tastes so much better. I'm definitely going to get this celery again to prevent anything from happening, like, as far as me not liking the taste. Um, so, now I am going to be juicing every uh, night so that my, my juice can be cold. I do like it cold. So, in order to not have to put ice, I'm just going to juice every night to have it for the next day or maybe the next two days. Because it should, as long as it's in a mason jar, like with airtight lid, um, everything should stay fresh for at least two days. Um, in my opinion, I, I didn't read that anywhere, but I'm pretty sure just from past experiences of using, uh, of juicing. So that's, <laughs> this is not what the episode was going to be about guys. I just needed to fill you in. I'm sorry if I took up a little too much time, but celery juice guys, if you don't like it the first time, try it again. Maybe something was up, but drink it because there's a million benefits. Look, do some research and you're going to see I'm not crazy. There is tons of benefits of drinking celery juice, pure celery juice. So um, look into it, guys. <laughs> so what this episode is actually going to be about 
is something that you may not have heard of before that may be the reason why you're not seeing results with your eczema diet. Guys, the reason I'm talking about this is because it hit home with me. All right, so every morning I read for about 30 to 40 minutes about eczema. I read Karen Fisher's eczema diet book. You guys, if you haven't gotten it yet, I don't know what you're waiting for. <laughs> so I was reading this morning and I came across a term called candida albicans. Okay? And this, I, I, as I was reading, has it ever happened to you where you're reading something? I'm like, huh. And you're like, huh. This makes sense. This sounds like me. Hey, this is me. Wait a second. What's going on here? And things just kind of start clicking. Well, that's what happened when I started to read about candida albicans. Okay? So, I just started reading the symptoms. So, the symptoms that kind of just... I'm just going to read off some symptoms, okay? And I'm going to explain what this is in a second. I just want to kind of explain, like, why this caught my attention. So, I was reading the symptoms. Tiny yellow pustules. So, remember yesterday or the day before, I mentioned, like, these little bubbles that I get on my hand? That's what these are. I even Googled it to make sure. Google's my best friend right now. So, I even Googled it. I get these little bubbles, um, and they, they're red with, like, yellow little dots. Kind of like a pimple, but it's not a pimple. And God forbid you pop this thing. Oh, man, you get so itchy. So, that, the tiny yellow pustules, you get red, itchy skin. You get, I'm sorry, you you can be sensitive to perfume slash perfume products. Guys, if I use anything with a perfume, a cream, a body wash, uh, uh, makeup, my skin gets super irritated. I avoid anything with perfumes. So that, I was like, yep, that's totally me. The use of steroids for more than a month. Uh, anyone with eczema probably relates to this. We've used steroid creams for, I don't know how long, right? And now we're on this journey because we realize those things aren't really working. They're not getting to the root cause. So the, the use of steroids for more than a month can, can lead to candida. Um, stomach bloating after eating. This doesn't happen after every meal for me, but there is times where I eat and even like, even if I eat a good meal, I just, my stomach feels uncomfortable and I'm just like, man, what's going on? Like, I thought that was a good meal. So just reading off these, these symptoms, I was like, this, this completely sounds like what, you know, I'm going through. And the main thing that got me guys was when I read that if you have candida overgrowth, which once again, I'm going to explain what it is now. But if you have this, your eczema cannot improve, even with a healthy diet. So, if you've been listening to my past podcast, you'll hear me saying that I got a little dumbo. For those of you who didn't listen to my last podcast, I'm using that word on purpose instead of discouraged um, to give it a different meaning. So, um, I've been trying this eczema diet. Luke has been seeing amazing results with the change in his diet. Yet, I'm not seeing any. Nothing's getting better. So, when I read that if you have candida, your eczema won't improve. It cannot improve, even with a healthy diet. I was like, oh man, 
That's me. I'm changing my diet and nothing is improving. And I'm not just changing a little bit. No, it's drastic, you guys. Drastic changes I have been making with my diet. And I'm not seeing improvement. So this is like a this has been a little red alert for me. And reading it, I was like, oh my gosh, have you been like in my head? So just reading the symptoms before getting into anything, into the actual like explanations about what this is. It was already like on my radar. I think I might have this. And I know it's not really good to self-diagnose. But in this case, I am simply getting informed and trying to kind of. I mean, honestly, I am trying to do it. If I'm being honest, I am trying to. To figure out what's wrong with my skin, what's wrong with my body, what's it trying to tell me right now. And because I've gone to doctors and no one can tell me what it is, I've le- I'm left to figuring it out myself. So I'm not going on Google and Googling everything and getting scared to about what I might have. But when I read something that makes sense, I do do more research. So just be cautious about what you're doing research on. Don't don't go down the rabbit hole and you know diagnose yourself with some, with you know something that can be very just. Just be careful, okay, guys? Don't go crazy and don't get scared um, by simply Googling something. Take everything with a grain of salt, okay? So now that you kind of know the symptoms, and if this sounds like you, I got more stuff. So candida is a harmless yeast that we all have in our bodies. And it's harmless as long as our immune system keeps it under control. So we all have this. But if our immune system isn't working properly or if we have an overgrowth that's when there's that's when we have a problem so research actually shows that 70 percent of patients with atopic eczema so people with eczema have candida overgrowth in the gastrointestinal tract so 70 percent of patients with eczema have this overgrowth already so that hello 70 percent. that's a lot That's a lot of patients with eczema that have candida in their gastrointestinal tract. And it's not just candida. It's an overgrowth of it. An overgrowth of this yeast. And an overgrowth can trigger skin inflammation and increase the incidences of eczema. So once again, inflammation. It can trigger this. And that's not good, which is going to lead to more eczema. And the cause of of, um, candida is poor eating habits. Like things like sugary foods, preservatives. Guys, do you know what what feeds yeast? If you've ever cooked, if you if you like I used to be a baker and what feeds yeast is sugar. Sugar is yeast's best friend. They work together and they grow. So if you eat sugary foods, and maybe not now, but when you were younger. And you've had this in your body for years and you've never known because you just continue to feed it with sugary foods. And guys, sugary foods doesn't always mean, you know, a box of donuts. Fruit is very high in sugars as well. So there are things that are are healthy, quote unquote, but not necessarily good for you if you have an abundance of it. Right. So um, so eating sugary foods, a weak immune system can cause this as well. And that that just mind blows me right there. Just, uh, just knowing that this can happen by things we eat. 
So there, luckily there is treatments for this. Um, and I'm in the research stage. I'm still learning. And I'm just sharing with you what I've learned so that if any of this clicks with you, do more research, look more into it, and get to the bottom of, of this you know, problem. So treatments, um, there's actually foods that kill this fungus. Because candida is a fungus. Um, so foods like garlic, leek, green onions... Those are different foods that you can um, make sure to be added to your diet just to kind of give uh, your body a better chance to fight this off. Remember, don't feed the yeast. <laughs> I think it sounds like a, like a movie. Don't feed the yeast. Um, so the sugar, stay away from sugary things. All right. Um, also, keep the area dry. I know with eczema, if you're like, I've heard this, I don't know how many times is keep the area moist right moisture is key don't let your skin dry out you know we've been kind of taught if you see your skin flaking if you see it dry if you feel it dry moisture 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 and i'm not saying there isn't a time and place but for this specifically keep the area dry no moisture okay all right (laughs) and uh, once again you're not alone if you've done this Yesterday, um, I had gloves on with Vaseline because of how dry my hat, my hands were and how much they hurt. And that was the worst thing I did. And honestly, yesterday, my hands were hurting. And this morning, I woke up. I For the whole day yesterday, I did not wet my hands. I did not put cream. I did nothing. And my hands looked much better again. They were getting better. And then I picked at them. I put Vaseline. I put gloves, which was the worst thing I could have done. And they got worse. A whole day of nothing on them. I didn't touch them. I didn't pick them. Nothing. I woke up today and they're better. So no moisture definitely is working for me. This is like another thing that clicked. I was like, okay, I didn't put moisture and it's looking better. What's going on? Um, So there's also antifungals. Um, This is something that you have to look into. um, You have to go to a doctor for. um, Preferably a functional medicine doctor. And this is something I'm going to look into because it's not necessarily that I want to start taking medication. But there might be something else that you can do. There might be something more natural. There might be a test. Actually, I know there is a test that you can take um, to see if you do have candida. If, you, if someone can tell you you have this, you know what to go after, right? And that's what I'm going to look into. Once again, I'm doing more research. I'm looking into um, these tests, looking into doctors. Looking into, you know, just different ways that I can approach this because this sounds like something I have. I feel like I may have this. So before I get wrapped up and, you know, um, just uh, just kind of getting ahead of myself, I want to make sure that, you know, I'm actually treating something I can have. So doing the test 100% is something I'm looking into. All right. So. Now that you know what Candida albicans is, do more research yourself, guys. Like, this isn't something that you should just brush off if it sounds like you might have it. Look into it. And if this is something that you really do believe you might have, this can be why even changing your diet is not helping your eczema. If you've actually made a difference in your diet and you know if you have or not, don't cheat on yourself. That's the worst thing you can do. If you know you've eliminated the foods you shouldn't be eating, if you know that you've been implementing all the, the good foods 
and you, you still aren't seeing results like me. I'm not seeing results. My son's eczema is practically healed, but mine's is not, and we've been doing the same thing. So, obviously, I've had it a lot longer, and it might take a little longer, but something still seems off. I feel like I'm still missing something. So, that's why I'm still doing the research, because something's still off. So, if it sounds like you, do more research. You can do the things I said, you know, as far as, like, no moisture, um, eating the certain foods that I had mentioned, and um, just start taking action, guys. I never knew this was a thing till, till this morning, and it all kind of clicked. So, I'm going to do my research. I'm going to start buying things as far as um, books or, you know, um, start looking into doctors, asking asking friends if they know of anyone, Um and that's pretty much where I'm starting. Anything, any results I get, anything else I learn, you better believe I'm going to share with you guys because I'm sharing anything that's working for me with you. Even what's not working, I'm sharing with you. Um, so that's it, guys. That's it for today. Look into this if it sounds like something you have. Um, Candida albicans. C-A-N-D-I-D-A. Next word. <laughs> A-L-B-I-C-A-N-S. Look it up, guys. I hope this clicked for you. If your eczema diet isn't working, this sounds like something that might be, uh, you know, what's what's causing um, your eczema to not get better. This is going to be a huge relief if you figure it out, guys. And it's going to be a huge relief for me. I'm so excited to to see if this is it. Is this it? Is this going to be the thing that I have that I can cure so that my eczema can finally heal? Still going from the inside out, guys, because I know... That's the cause. Something inside of me is off. And you can too. You can figure this out, guys. I believe in you 150%. Don't stop just because you haven't figured out the answer yet. Because we're always one step closer. Everything we try means we're one step closer, guys. All right. So that is it. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please leave me a review, guys. I love to hear from you. I love to know what you're thinking about these podcasts. Let me know. Make sure, if you haven't already, subscribe. Because I'm just continually sharing things on this eczema journey that's going to help you and open new doors for you and just kind of shed some light on on things you may never may have never heard of before right so guys that's it Uh, if you want to follow me on on my daily journey you can follow me on ig at the eczema healing mom and you pretty much just have your in you are my my friend there you can see what i'm doing on a daily basis to help my eczema dm me if you have any questions and um, best of luck with your eczema journey guys i will see you on tomorrow's podcast have a great rest of your day bye-bye